Hello. And welcome. To our series of podcasts where we invite different guests in each different podcast. And the topic of the podcast is... Purpose and Passion. So, hello everybody. I'm Pete and this is Bonnie. Hello. Today we're going to sort out a definition for purpose and passion. Because it is quite a broad spectrum, so we need to kind of like define it a little bit more for us and our listeners so we can kind of understand where we're going. That's right. So we think that purpose and passion are sort of aligned with each other? Definitely, yes. Yeah. So, okay, purpose for you, Bob. What's it about, do you think? I think purpose can be a lot of things for a lot of different reasons for different people, but I think you have to... If you want to define it, you really have to figure out what's happening for X person, say, at the moment, I think. That's how you define it. You define it about the now. Yeah. Ah, good point. So what's happening for you now? Uh, A lot of things. (laughs) Life's full. Life is always full and rambunctious, yep. (laughs) Hey, same with me. Yeah. It's like, whoa, mm-hmm. lots of purpose going on. Um, but it seems that purpose has changed for me. It's like, you know, over my lifetime, I've, I've had lots of different purposes. Oh, definitely. But I think it changes at each different stages of your life. Mm. Mm. So how would it, can we loosely define it, do you think? Is it an aim or an objective? Oh, I'd definitely say I was more around the goal as in purpose. Passion just kind of is with that. So what is passion, I'm wondering? I think passion is a, the drive. The drive, yeah. yeah. So it gets you moving, yeah. puts your energy in the right direction. Exactly, yeah, yes. right. Okay, so we define that loosely. Mm-hmm. So should we just work out what are the drivers, you know, where does it all start at? Really, probably you'd have to look at their family, their background, if they're happy to discuss that, um, their schooling. So, and did they have any mentors in schooling? Yeah. Um, What kind of, did anyone point them in a the direction? So, Dad, what's your passion? I have several passions. First of all was land and resources, growing up on a farm. That was the first passion I had. Um, team, in a team situation, that was another passion, which sport was part of that. Um, music was a big thing, but that didn't really start until, well, yes, I like the Beatles. You know, I'm an older person, so, you know. I, I like the Beatles. Beatles. I like singing. <laughs> I like singing, you know. Um, but it wasn't until I was 17 or something I started getting learned an instrument. So would you say the music yeah. is your passion as well? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I found later in life that healing is important too, that my mother and father taught Whereas I thought it was only farming that, but they were very good at that too as well. What about you, Bill? Fashion mold? Well, like I said before, like art. Um, and I think that, I think it's always been creative and dealing with people as well. I'm a, a people person. So, yeah, I think I always went for somewhere that there was like a group setting because I enjoy that. I enjoy being people with people. That's part of my passion. Um, Making people feel good is definitely one of them. Animals. Animals. This is another picture. Yes, I know. Yeah. And um, 
just yeah, making people feel good and looking after them where I can and helping where I can. Yeah, man. Mm. Well, well, um, I liked animals too, but they weren't really my passion. It was just a job. So okay. there's a difference between too much milking cows. Yeah, farting milk and pots. How do you know that it's your passion? <laughs> no, seriously, how do you know? Like, what kind of sparks that? Ooh, I really want to take this further. You know, it's a joy. I think it's a joy. You feel good about it and so in yourself. Yeah, I'm sure that's a very important thing to have is that spark of making you feel. Yeah. So, would you say it's an elated feeling? Oh yeah, definitely. Especially now, like, I mean, I know joy and I know the moment, and that is passion itself about life. Yeah. How about you? Oh, gosh. You said you're a moment person, eh? I just, I just like making people feel like, oh, it's like, I've never really, you know, I think all artists think have a degree of, um, you know, self-doubt and everything. Not too good. But I think, um, you know, people say, oh, I love what you did, or... It was great conversation, or I think that gives me more kind of elation that I've actually helped someone during the day to download or relax or, mm. yeah. Because yeah. hairdressing is one of my passions. And hairdressing is interesting for you too, because it just collated everything all together of, of your early passions, didn't it? Yes, it did, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So what made you do that after all the stuff that you, you know, achieved and were passionate about? Um, I just, I needed, a, a, you know, I didn't want to be a, one of those starving artists who wait all their life. Who do trick rolls on the page. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't really, it doesn't really appeal to me, no. So is it, is that about money or is it? I think it's about career, you know. You, you always want to be happy and successful in whatever you do and I just didn't feel like I would be successful, I guess. <laughs> it's funny because I asked this guy the other day, I said, you know, what is your purpose and passion in life? He said, I think it's music. I said, do you play an instrument? He said, nah. He said, I was at the hi-fi and I listened to music. It was quite interesting thought. Um, and he said, I knew I was redundant, you know, and I needed a job, right? But he, he also said that his son who was 14 or something, was learning to play an inch. Even though he didn't, he'd modelled that love of music to his son. So it's just interesting, I thought. So you could say, like, he was, like, a mentor or, like, um, a teacher, kind of? father. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So social mourning really important, mate. Really important. So what happens if we aren't modelled properly, you know, by our mother and father and we're... Lucky, not lucky enough to have the stability we've had, do you think? Mm. Oh, get very hard for sure, yeah. Because the needs did outweigh the passion, basically. So you'd be stuck in just needing something, really, eh? rather than being passionate and purposeful. Did you have any, like, mentors or teachers at school or that would, yeah. that would help you or inspired you to do anything? I did because at primary school... I had really good teachers and we were always outside doing nature study or digging hunting pits or, you know, making fighties or, you know, making mouldy houses, you know. So, yeah, I don't know, just outdoor stuff, really, eh? That was a real passion and that's that's pervaded my whole life, really. Are you an outdoors person? 
Um, I like the outdoors. I'm not a big fan of the sun, but you know. No, no, am I? Because look at her skin. Yeah. <laughs> Crispy, quite Yeah. So I was interested too about like discussing this definition is around what was our first spark, what aimed us in a direction. And was that a sense of independence from the family, I wonder? Oh, sure. <laughs> Surely. Yeah, but um, I mean, I think it's important because one of the good things about a good family situation is, is we, you know, skills and strengths are identified by our parents, right? But they want to make us independent so we don't tie to the apron strand of the life, right? So... They want us to find out perks. So when you left for university, did you think that was your first kind of like independence? Or well, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd already, I got passionate about psychology when I was at high school. I used to read psychological bulletins and that was, that was my in contact with it, but I was fascinated by it. In fact, I didn't go to sport sometimes and I used to, all the guys used to come and say, how are you doing, bro? You know? Cricket song, you know, but no, I was interested in psychology in the early days, and that was a passion. Yeah, and that set me on the road, pointed me in the direction. Like, yeah. Do do you do you have any advice or anything like that you would give to anybody who needs a hand finding their purpose or their passion? Yeah, well, it's it's sort of you've got to believe in yourself, I think, and you've got to know you can do it and just go for it, you know. Be practical and functional about it and don't sit there worrying about it all the time. Yeah. You know, that's the advice I would give anyway. Just do it. Yeah, well, they don't seem to have the resilience to get up and go again. They sort of, you know, so curl up in a ball and don't want to go anywhere for some reason. So What is that? Yeah. So I guess resilience is very important part to continue on your journey or you to continue on your path. Absolutely, because I mean, you know, I'd say everybody, including you and I, would have periods where, you know, we've been knocked back in bed or we've been disappointed or, you know, lost the urge or passion to do something. I mean, we're human, aren't we? Yeah. You know. So, yeah. And I'm just wondering about the independence and how important is that? In terms of developing purpose and passion? I think that would probably come along the lines of, I think when you, you know, you first find your passion and then you're like, right, I can do this. And you build up your own sense of purpose. Yeah. So that way you can build on your passion because you, you've had that spark and you're like, oh, this is, I feel independent and ready to get out there and discover new things and so what was your first spark on it it just pointed you in a direction doesn't matter what direction but it pointed you in a direction definitely art like i loved art high school and things like that yeah yeah so what facets of that like you you got into hospital as well hospitality yeah it was a job but it sort of got you out and doing stuff, meeting people, because you like groups of people, you like talking to people. I'm not talking of independence. Uh, Mum wasn't going to pay my bills. No, and it wasn't paid. You can go out and find your own job. That's <laughs> right. So that that's, was my introduction to independence. Yeah, well, I think my first one was, you know, this was before I was really educated. It was 
going out and lifting hay in it because I was into land and farming and helping people. That was a community thing too. I think it's very important community too early in your life, how you relate to that, you know, and how you deal with people. Do you think so? Oh, for sure. So, Dad, tell me a little bit about yourself. Like, describe yourself to me. That's a hard question. That's okay. Um, I would describe myself as I am now, as a moment person. I live in the moment, and I enjoy the moment, and I enjoy the joy of the moment. That's really what I've come to. And being able to filter out external things coming in as much as I can, it's not important, is what I do now. And I feel more joy because of it. It feels like I can have more clarity in my life. So what what would you do? Um, so you obviously have moments where you're not present. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can be distracted. Yeah. But that's momentary. That's in the right content, yeah. I like keeping learning. Things all the time mm-hmm. and expanding my passion and purposes all the time, if I can, and seeking more balance, not just one way. That's, you know, it's really important to me. Yeah. So, Bolly, what was your first memory? Oh, I'd probably have to say my first memory would be waking up in the hospital when I very, very young. Do you remember that? Barely, barely, but I remember like waking up in a hospital bed. Yeah. That's my first memory. Wow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was, I remember that well. I remember right from the first time when you got epiglottitis. This is what you got, epiglottitis. All right. We sat beside your bed for a week thinking you might not survive, your mother and I. So it was a big feeling thing for me as well, I Remember it seriously. It was a serious part of our lives. We thought we might lose you. Well, that that's my first memory is waking up and feeling tired. <laughs> you ought to be. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so, Dad, describe to me what passion is for you. Passion. Well, it's got lots of definitions, but in terms of passion, in terms of what we do in our lives, I think that passion is a drive. It is a feeling of capability and confidence you can do something. Be passionate about something really important. Say, oh, I've been into music, so I love music and I'm passionate about music. No, counselling, I'm uh, passionate about helping people, helping heal people, I'm passionate about that as well. So if you say that and you you know, describe it, it is sounding like you're passionate about it as well because they are the most important things that I hold as passions now. What What would you do if you say someone wasn't passionate? I'd go, how come? <laughs> True. Yeah. That, that would work. <laughs> uh, well, how come, you know, you know, what do you like doing um you know, what are you interested in? What makes you feel good? You know, and you're like, well, what do you do that makes you feel good? So passion 
it makes you feel good. It does. Yeah. It makes you feel good. Mm. And it's a driver in terms of how you run your life, basically, a passion about things. Whatever you may do, it doesn't matter what you do. You know, it's a driver, yeah. Helps you gain confidence and move forward and do stuff that's interesting in life. Yeah. Bonnie's. Do you have a life's purpose? Um, I do. Um, this point in my life, it's definitely different to what it was, say, um, two years ago or a year ago. Um, well, really, it's different from almost three years ago. Yeah. So, because when I moved up, home to be with mum who has um, stage three cancer um so what my purpose is is to make sure she's all right really because she's not as able as she to do things like she used to do mm. yeah yeah so my purpose is to look after my mum and my dad of course but yeah I think it's it's now it's just focus on my purpose is to, to care the kid. Yeah, yeah. 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 Why don't people have a passion? Why don't they, you know? Yeah, it's hard to figure that out, really, because when you've got them yourself, it's, it's, um, you just expect everyone to have them, but it's not like that in life, eh? No. Some people just don't have them because maybe they've had a different upbringing or they've had dysfunction in their family. They don't know how to deal with the resilience or, you know, how to get up and go and get going and eat. You think that's, yeah. So what would you do if if you were presented with a person in everyday life that didn't have a passion? Other than asking them, why not? <laughs> you know, what do you got at? Or what, what are your strengths and skills? You know, what were you like when you were a kid? You know, what were you into? You know, what you did? What did your family do? Maybe they didn't have a good family life. Eh? Maybe they were dysfunctional and your needs were basic and maybe they were abused and they didn't. Nothing happened that was good. So that's how important social modelling is in this case because if you have good social modelling, dysfunction doesn't happen. And background. Yeah. Background's a big thing about passion. Because mm-hmm. yeah. if you don't develop them, how are you going to carry them on and carry them out in life? Maybe basic needs override the fact that you can make choices that are good for you. So they're just basically surviving day to day. Yeah. If there's dysfunction and people don't have a good family outbreak, you know. And sort of if parents are self-centered and they forget about their children, that's, you know, often that happens too. I have a really, really interesting question for you. I'm fan of fear tonight, but I think mm. this one's really interesting. Um, so do you think our life purpose is predetermined? Like, were we born into a purpose and this is what you're going to do? Or do we kind of choose our own life purpose? Is it in our hands, not fates? It's a really important question, isn't it? I think to a degree it is predetermined. Um, spiritually, I think it is as well. I think it is spiritually determined. I think that's what we go through life trying to find that area that is a spiritual area and a very simple way of looking at life. 
So I think to a degree it is predetermined. Um, I think that in life, one of the greatest wisdoms we can learn is to have integrity and be grateful for life itself. Be grateful for living. How come we're alive and somebody else isn't? Why were we chosen? Out of what, how many sperms? 4,004 million sperms to one egg. How come we were chosen? You know? Is that gratitude? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I'm a bit, I don't know, a bit on the feeds about it. I might agree with some, a little bit of it. And I don't. I think I'd be, yeah, I'd feel pretty ripped off if it was predetermined. I'd want to, that's just me, like, I want to choose my own destiny. Yeah. Um, Do we have a purpose we're here to fulfill? I often... Is life's purpose to find life's purpose? Yes, that's that's right. You know, what is life's purpose? Because, you know, we have children and we pass things down to our children and they pass them down to their children. That's the number one biological reality. Um, I sense that we go through life just figuring what our true sense of purpose is in life. Is there one true sense of purpose? What does that mean? And then, is that a spiritual thing? Having a true sense of purpose? Um, I think it's yes and no. Mm. Yes and no. Because I was once told by a medium that I chose my parents which I find it quite interesting, and I can kind of believe that. Mm. So I'm like, maybe I do, maybe it is predetermined, I just don't want to admit it. I can <laughs> Because then I, I, you know, I have to carry on this. But yes, I think things happen for a reason. So yes, I think I've changed my mind in the span of 10 seconds. So yes, mm. I think it's predetermined. I would agree with you on that. Would agree to a degree, yeah. Yeah, I don't like to admit it, but yes. so it's sort of like genetics versus learning, almost, isn't it? You know, uh, not necessarily. I don't know. Genetics do have a part to play, and I think that's what you, you mean by biologically mm. we pass down our genes to our family, our children, yeah. so on and so forth. Mm. Um, spiritually, is an individual thing. Individual? Yeah, I think it's an individual. Or is it predetermined? I think it's good both. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. For me, I think it's part of life's journey is to find our true purpose, and that's often a spiritual purpose, life itself, and accepting life for what it is and carrying out your life in a simple way and understanding the simplicity of life. I think this is a question that you're going to get a lot of different answers for. I went, well, it's great. Yeah, it's great. You know, we all have different ideas about it. Yeah. So I'm I'm like, yes, a little bit sceptical, probably by a grain of salt. Mm. But you believe that is it's predetermined. To a degree. To a degree. Well, yeah. To a degree. So because the fact is, we're here, which means we have a purpose. So, you it's spiritual, yes. It's 
genetic, yes. So what's what what's the other degree you were talking about that to a degree? Yeah, what's the other degree? Well, I think that the moment is very important in life. And I think like lots of gurus have sat on mountains to find what it is to be in the present. I do think that one of our life's purpose is to find a moment and its joy. I think that's a spiritual purpose. No, would we, you say? It's in a plea, of course. Pre, it, it's predetermined by the moment? Yeah. Mm. Okay. So that is technically spiritual, right? Mm. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Because you're living from the inside out in the moment. That's life itself. Breathing in and out and being living that moment is what the life's purpose is for me. Very spiritual thing. And you do, it does take a lot of time to find that. And it is a very spiritual moment when you do realise that you do live in the moment. Yeah. So that's, I guess that's partly genetic, partly predetermined because you, you, you're actually being born and not, you've been... Not, not someone not, else. Yeah, not someone else. And when you live your life... Your purpose is to live in the moment at all times, living from the inside out through your own eyes. Because we're unique individual people. Mm. We're all different. Very different. Mm. Just an idea. That's a very interesting idea. Mm. Yep. I'd agree with that. So really there's a there's a more than one kind of aspect to that question. Mm. So there's biological there's spiritual, and there's being present, which is kind of spiritual. Yeah. But you gradually get to that place where you can be like, this is what it is. And you might have to go through a lot of experience just to get there and to actually find what's real for you in terms of purpose and the life. Well, what a great discussion. So, what have we come up with in terms of purpose and passion, the topic in the first podcast that we've done? Yeah, Bond, do you think? Well, what I got from it, it, it definitely can change. Yep. It is not, it's very individual. Um, everyone's diff- purpose and kind of passion is different. Um, do we think that core values that we've learned and experienced in our life goes through into different senses of purpose in our life? I would agree with that, definitely. Mm. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So would that be a fair description of purpose I and think, passion? I think as much as you can kind of put it in a box, so to speak, I mm. think we've done that. I think we've done yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, you know, some people don't have purpose, too. We've got to remember that, who even develop purpose or not. But they can develop purpose if they want to, if they choose to, they can. How would they kind of do that? How would they put themselves in a position where they could find their sense of well, passion? I guess you have to have a plan and some sort of organised plan to work towards gaining a sense of purpose and passion. Do you agree with that? Yes. And yeah. would you think that they'd have to ask themselves some very truthful question really? be honest with them 
extremely deep questions mm-hmm. they'd have to sit with themselves and look at what they had to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'd move towards that. Move towards that. Anything else that they could do? Uh, they could ask questions of people. Mm-hmm. Um, they could do research. They could, you know, like look to people and see what are you doing, you know. Can, can I do that as well? How do I develop an attitude where I can fulfill a sense of purpose? Can you tell me, please? Can, so you can ask questions. Go to a mentor. Go to a mentor, yeah. Yep. Anything else that they could do outside themselves or is it more internal? I think it's internal. I think you have to sit with it, you know, sit with it and sort of put yourself out, out in a bit of a limb and really ask yourself some important Have some reflective time. Reflective time. So is that a good enough summary, dear? I think so. Yeah. What do you guys think? Do you have any comments or questions? Is there anything else we could elaborate on? Um, Give us, put it in the comments. We're more than happy to read them and talk about them. Um, Next week, we're going to have a very special guest on. So it will be the second podcast. So make sure you tune into that. Um, Until then, hope you have a great day, night, wherever you are. Um, Au revoir. Sayonara. Ciao, Dara. Adios. Kia ora. Kia ora. (laughs) See you guys. Aki te anam. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.